Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey folks, football is back and Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all of the up-to-minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with BetOnline's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, BetOnline gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available everywhere online head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action remember to use our promo code believe to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts this is lock it in a sports betting show part of the Believe Podcast Network. And now, here's your host, Cam Rogers. Welcome into Believe Me right here on Stadium TV. Good to be with you here for another weekend of college football and NFL betting. I've got my guys, Clay Harbor, Brandon Lang with you for the entire duration of the show as we discuss our betting picks. Good weeks for both of you guys. So we're starting to find our stride here with football in full swing. Before we get to any of these selections here this week, Brandon, let's start with some lessons to be learned, if you will, as far as injuries are concerned. And we'll start in college with Kansas. And what happened there, Brandon? Well, I should have been 6-0, and basically. Um I didn't say by the half point with Denver and Chicago, where I always say by the half point. So I get a little pushy, pushy there. And you're telling me that Kansas in that big a game against Texas all week long, there was no mention whatsoever that JT Daniels has anything wrong with him. No, his back was tweaked in that win the week before. There's nothing they roll down to Texas and the coaches, all the coaches, media press conference leading up that game. Nothing mentioned about JT Daniels. And then 45 minutes before game time, when everybody in the world has probably bet Kansas plus the point, they're really, really good. 45 minutes before game time, JT Daniels has a lower back strain. We're, we're going to set him and go with the second stringer. I mean, you had that. Clay's going to talk about Deshaun Watson being scratched an hour before game time when he was nowhere to be seen. And it just goes to show you, man, it, the, there's no rhyme or reason to what these coaches decide. You can't tell us on Thursday that A.T. Daniels is questionable, got a little minor back problem. People would have backed off that game, but instead people are hammering Kansas. The line went down, see so a lot of Kansas money and, and so on and so forth. So you just got to be careful because it's amazing. I think there's shadiness all over the place, especially with everybody gambling now. But that was very, very shady in me in a game of that magnitude that the superstar quarterback for Kansas never mentioned in the injury report. One hour before game time. Oh, he's not playing. He's got a bad back. Deshaun's a whole nother story. I mean, Cleveland was rolling. Everybody bet Cleveland. 
on the weekend. And then an hour before game time, Clay, it's announced that he's not going to play. There was no, no questionable, no doubtful, no injury report. You've been in an NFL locker room. What happens on Thursday when that injury report comes out and then set Sunday, an hour before game time, Deshaun's not playing? It's very, very interesting because, I mean, coming into, coming into this week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, he's a full participant in practice. There's yeah. nothing on the injury report. How do you go from, from practice and playing the doctors telling you you're okay to not playing? I mean, obviously, you know, there's a lot of people skeptical of Deshaun Watson already, but then you throw something like that in there. If you're in the locker room and, and everything is medically okay from a player perspective and you're a quarterback, especially, and you let a rookie that's never started a game in his entire life, never played a regular season snap in his life, fifth round pick, go out there and play for your team as a player. That, that's tough. You're losing respect. And then, obviously, me, I, I took the Browns. A lot of people betting the Browns think it's a good place for them. Nothing shows up. All of a sudden, Deshaun Watson's not playing. You might as well light that money on fire. Yeah. Why not put them, if, if there's even an inclination, you know, these guys put them on the injury report, typically. You, you get yeah. penalized if you don't, if there's an inclination. To. That makes it – it's hard for me – to, to believe that they're uh, that, that they had no idea he wasn't going to play. If you have yep. even a thought, you got to put them as, you know, probably. Yep. Just something. Probably questionable. Something. Yep. You, if you lift it, list him as questionable, the, the, the money on Cleveland is backed off a little bit. Ah, Deshaun's yeah. banged up a little bit. I'm not, you know what, I'm not going to crazy. I still like Cleveland a little bit, but whatever. But you just say nothing. And people load up on Cleveland based on how they've been playing. And then here you are, literally an hour before game time. You might as well just, like you said, burn your money throughout the window. The Mahomes thing on Sunday night was different. Because from a player perspective and team perspective, you slide down. Now you take a knee. You don't scope, put your defense back out there, having to play a prevent. It was Somebody a smart hurt. play. It was yeah. a smart play from that standpoint. What people don't realize is that the Sunday night favorite, and especially a public favorite like Kansas City, which means what do I mean by public favorite? The Kansas City Chiefs are a public team. Everybody just lays the number with Kansas City, thinking they're going to blow everybody out, and that's the play. It's even more magnified when it's a Sunday night game because people are bailing out from how they did in the early games, the 4 o'clock games. Everybody bails out with the Sunday night favorite. If Mahomes doesn't go down and he scores, it's a 10-point game, and they cover the 8.5, the 9, the 9.5, and, and everybody wins with KC. When he slid down, it was a over a 2 Hundred million dollar win for the sports book in Vegas. That's plus the point. Now, Mahomes doesn't know that. He doesn't yeah. know that at all. He's just sliding down. But believe me, gamblers, if Mahomes had showed up someplace, would have went off on him because they needed the favorite. And it's crazy because as soon as he slid down, I said, oh, boy, Vegas just made a whole lot of money because I haven't been in this business for 30 years. Knowing how many people bailed out on the Sunday night favorite, I was like, wow. And I listen, I had buddies, my brother, my brother had a three-team parlay that paid like 1200 for him. That's big money. And that cost him his parlay. And Clay, you had a little slippy, slippy parlay, and it cost you your parlay. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't good. You know, I was watching the game, and I could, first off, I couldn't believe that all of a sudden Zach Wilson wants to actually learn how to play football. You know, and, and I'm like, what? Who is this guy? It was like Justin Fields with the Bears. You know, we went with the Broncos. Seeing Justin Fields come out of nowhere didn't look like the mm-hmm. same guy. But that's the beauty of the NFL, man. You got to yeah. realize that there, yeah. that's the human aspect. You can look at all the tape you want to and say, this guy's, this guy's shit. This guy's not, can't play. They can come on another week, good week of practice, and be a completely different player. And it's all about, you know, obviously matchups matter. But 
yeah, that was a tough one for me watching Mahomes. I didn't think it was going to be that close, but I thought we're going to get the W. He slid down, obviously made the smart play, but come on, Pat. Come on, bro. Just score the touchdown, man. Score the touchdown. Patrick Mahomes, historically very bad at covering long numbers, the eight yep. and a half, the seven and a half. It's just, just not worth it. So, yeah, good win there for Vegas on Sunday night. All right, guys, let's get into our slate here for college football to start. And we've got the Red River Showdown, number 12, Oklahoma, number three, Texas. Texas laying six and a half. The Sooners have covered their last six games, Texas seven of its last Eight Texas won last year's edition, by the way, 49 to zero. But this is a very different matchup now, Mr. College Football. Brandon Lang, what's the play here? Dylan Gabriel has looked great. Brett Venable has this team playing very, very well. I love Oklahoma plus the points here. This is a Texas team that is four and 16 against the number in their last 20 games, playing opponents seeking revenge, including 0 and 9 against the number away from home. This is a perfect situation. If you haven't seen Oklahoma play yet this year, the D-line rotates nine. Venable has a team that's making some noise. Their offense is firing on all cylinders. This game goes right down to the wire. Give me the Sooners plus the points all day long. By the way, Texas 1-7 against the spread the week before a bye. They don't play well in this situation. Give me the Sooners plus the points. All right, we got some trends there from Brandon Clay. What are you doing? You going with Texas or Oklahoma? This is a tough one. Obviously, like you said, Dylan Gabriel's completing 80 per, 80% of his passes, 15 touchdowns, one pick, averaging over 10 yards per attempt. Dylan Gabriel can play, but I also look back to last year. Texas, Quinn Ewers, the week after his injury, uh, put up 49 points on Oklahoma. So I'm, I'm going back and forth, but I think Texas will win, but I, I got to take the points on this one with Brandon I know he loves chalk. I mean, this dude is just a, just chalk, chalk, chalk. I mean, he's you a big chalk. Guy. I'm the dog guy. Make sure we get that clear for Christ. Brandon likes sake. the points. Yeah, Brandon. I mean, Brandon likes the points. Thank okay? you. Brandon loves the points. The guy's a little bit too, you know, too into the points and not enough into the matchups. But I will take Texas to win, Oklahoma to cover. Okay. We're on the Sooners. Fun rivalry. That is the Red River Showdown at high noon on Saturday. This game as well, 12 o'clock Eastern time on Saturday. My alma mater, Maryland, going into the horseshoe to battle Ohio State, the number four team in the nation, Clay, laying 20 at home. OSU, one and three ATS, Maryland, three and two. Can baby Tua keep it close here, Clay? Man, this is another tough one because Maryland's actually 5-0, and oh, averaging almost 40 points a game at 38.6. You know, obviously, Ohio State's got, got more talent. They're, you know, they're a better program. I don't think it's going to be close, but 20? I mean, 20? Man, I was going back and forth on this one. I think Ohio State, I think, I think Maryland covers. Ohio State obviously wins by 17, but Maryland covers. So I'm going to pull a Brandon Lang here and take the points on this one. All right, plus the 20 with Maryland. Brandon, Ohio State, 3-5 and five ATS career against the Terps. You know, I ripped this guy for taking chalk, 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 more chalk, more chalk, and now he comes out of the box taking a couple of dogs. <laughs> oh, he's learning, sports fans. He's learning. He's I, I believe this Maryland team can score. I believe that they got a squad here, and, and two of his brothers playing lights out. 
a lot of wood. I'm still not sold on Ohio State. Lucky to beat Notre Dame. I don't think they're the better team on that field against Notre Dame. And I think Maryland in conference has the offense to keep this close. Still not sold on Ohio State offensively to put up magnificent numbers in this game right here. Give me Maryland plus the points in a very, very solid pick. Okay, Terps. Top 20 pass attack, by the way, so expect a lot of points in that matchup. All right, we've got a ranked one here. Kentucky, number 20, taking on Georgia. 0-5, the number one team in the nation, ATS. They're laying 14 and a half in this one. Brandon, do you like the points here? I'm going to take the dog, man. Kentucky's 14-1 and against the spread when coming off a home game, facing a team coming off an away game. Georgia was in a tussle last week with Auburn. Wins by one touchdown. Never came close to covering the number. This Kentucky team is 15-3 and three against the spread in conference revenge the last six seasons, including 7-0 and oh against the number if they are undefeated. I think this Kentucky team is legit. I think they keep this close. I do not see them getting blown out. Give me the Wildcats on the road, plus the points. Yeah, not too long ago, Clay, Kentucky blew out ranked Florida, so they can get it done. No, Kentucky's solid, and I know you're saying, uh, you, you know, they're 0-5 against Georgia's 0-5 against the spread. But you got to realize, they, they've, they've been over 40-point favorites three times, okay? Yep. Three times. You win by 39. Oh, they didn't cover the spread. What's wrong with Georgia? Not a lot of teams can lose 10 starters to the NFL and reload. I like Georgia here covering even with those points. It's, they're just overmatched. They got too much talent on that team. Kirby Smart, they're going to break out of it eventually. They're number one team in the country for a reason. I love Georgia here, plus the points. Let's go, Bulldogs. All right. I'm finally going to go with Clay on something. I'll lay this number. Listen, 0-5 ATS, the deal with Vegas is they play the percentages. Eventually, you get back to 500 somehow. They have to go 1-5, right? So I'll go with the Bulldogs here. Lay the number. They win by 17, something along those lines. And you're a smart man, Cam Rogers. You're that a smart rap, man. I do think so as well, actually. Number 16 in my class in high school out of 510. Not bad. All right, guys. Let's move on to the NFL. And we're going to start with a big number. Big spread. Giants, Dolphins. Dolphins laying 11 in this matchup. The Giants look hapless right now, Clay. I have no idea what's going on. The Dolphins, though. Got blew out by the Bills on the road, laying 11 here. What are you doing? This number's been on the rise, and I wouldn't be surprised if it goes even a, a little higher here. But I, I wouldn't touch this game just because I know Brian Dable is a coach, and I know he's going to come in with a, with a nice game plan playing with Brian Dable. I know his players, even if they get blown out, no matter what happens, they're going to come out and they're going to play hard. And I know the Dolphins are coming off a tough loss. At the Bills, you know, they, they expose them a little bit on the defensive side of the ball. I'm going to take the points here with, with, with the Giants just because Brian Dable. I know this okay. guy, tough loss. Danny Dimes looked horrible. They can't move the ball at all. Just an awful showing in Monday Night Football. But I think Brian Dable can get it done, can bounce back. He's a great coach, one of the fav my favorite coaches I've ever played with. He's not a guy that's going to go out there and get embarrassed again. I'm taking the Giants with the points. Big spread here, Brandon, and the Giants did look pathetic last week, so they get pretty inflated numbers right now, plus 11. He's a fat idiot. He's just a fat wow. idiot, period. 
you think Brian Dable is going to be around in New York for a yeah, while, the coach of the year in the NFL last year, horrible but, offensive coordinator you know. for Buffalo. He basically ran Josh Allen into the ground, got rid of him here, came to New York. He's got a quarterback that's absolutely clueless. Somebody call 911 and send the police to New York and get Daniel Jones arrested for stealing money. The guy is absolutely garbage. He gets him down at the goal line and makes a rookie mistake and throws a pick six when they're in that ball game. It's a, it's just absolutely mind-blowing. They got no offensive line whatsoever, so they can't block. Their offensive line is flat out an embarrassment to the NFL. They suck. Their coach sucks. Their quarterback sucks. They suck as a team. They suck as a city. They suck. Right offensive side of the game. Offensive line's right not great, not but – I'm not going to be on the wrong side of a game of setting there just in case Miami gets it going and New York's got to play from behind with no offensive line because believe me, New York's going to be behind in this game. They're going to have to play from behind with that offensive line and make plays and it's going to get ugly. Blowout city by seven touchdowns. The wow. Giants suck. Next. Goodness gracious, lay the 11. Ugh, I don't love this game either, but I'll take the points because Daniel Jones is good ATS coming off a loss, but that's not a large sample size. So anyway, we'll see what happens there. Let's talk about one of my favorite games on the slate, guys. Obviously a Ravens fan, but this is fun. Ravens, Steelers, Mike Tomlin as a dog, Brandon. We know he is very good. He's catching four right now at home. What are you doing? Yeah, I, I absolutely loved watching that game on Sunday. Week one, I went with Pittsburgh over Frisco. They buried me. Week took, I took Pittsburgh over Cleveland. They figured out a way to get it done. Week three, I took the Raiders at home, figuring they'd get it done. They didn't. And I, then week four, I said, you know what? Pittsburgh's going to go into Houston, and they are going to get absolutely dominated. And they did. Now they're back home in the familiar spot as a home dog. And I will say this. Here's what I've learned about Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Take the underdog and don't think about it because they play close games all the time. Baltimore, one and six against the number as a favorite after being favored in their previous game. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are a perfect 7-0 against the spread when coming off an ATS loss and facing a team that coming off an ATS win, which Baltimore is. I've made a lot of money in this series just riding the dog when these two get together and I will ride the home dog here. Something worth monitoring. I don't know if it matters, Clay, but it could be Mitch Trubisky at quarterback here this week for Pittsburgh. I think he might be better than, uh, than, than Pickett, anyways, but Agreed. you know, Brandon's all excited. You know, he took a, he took a rookie quarterback with one starting offensive lineman and he got a W I'll give it to him. Like, Hey, that's right, baby. That's right, baby. That's right. Chuck, bro, Chuck, lover. Who knew that road Chuck was about to do against a good defensive line with one starting offensive lineman? I, I'm impressed. You know, the, the Texans came out back to back weeks. CJ Stroud looks like the real deal. Okay, let's move forward. Steelers, Ravens. Always a crazy game. The underdog is 22 in five, covering the spread in the last 27 games. The underdog is covered 11 straight games wow 11 wow. straight 11 wow. straight 11 straight even look if it is way. look at my boy dropping the knowledge with the ATS. throwing the numbers out it's just some baby even even if it is i you know obviously you also look at this you go lamar jackson versus mitch trubisky matchups right quarterback how much better is lamar that's the first thing i look at right 
who, who's a quarterback playing against each other. But Mike Tomlin, tough one to go against here. 11 straight by the underdog. But the claymaker ain't scared. The claymaker ain't scared. It's Lamar Jackson versus Kenny Pickett or Mitch Trubisky. I don't care if it's 11 straight, 15 straight. I'm taking Lamar. Uh, oh, Ravens? I'm taking the Ravens. 11 straight, I don't care. Road chalk with Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. I can't do it. Give me the points. Give me Tomlin Sorry, as a dog. Tomlin. Love Tomlin. 11 straight. Underdog 22 and 5 in the last 27. I'm still taking Lamar. Play I love you as a Ravens fan, but I don't know if that's the right side, Brandon. So I'll take the points with Pittsburgh. Okay, late window game should be fun. Eagles and Rams could see a lot of points in this one. Rams, the home dog, plus the four here, Clay. Eagles kind of kept it close for no good reason against the Commanders last week. Can they cover the four here? This is another tough game. The Eagles secondary is is just horrible right now. They uh, Maddox losing their slot defender has really opened up a lot of holes. Sam Howell's out here dicing them up, man. And the Sam Howell's looking good. This secondary is not good. The D-line's great. Linebackers are solid. Secondary's awful. Eagles offense played much better. A.J. Brown over 170 yards last week. Couple of touchdowns. Devontae Smith playing well. Running the ball. But Matt Stafford's going to be able to dice up this defense. He is. I've played with Stafford. This guy is one of the best tape studiers I've ever. He'll bring all the guys in on Wednesday, sit down. Here's how we're going to attack this team. Here's what we can do. Everybody loves playing for him. I know who's he throwing to? Puka Nakua? Who the the heck is that? Tutu Atwell? Who the heck is that? Is Cooper Cup coming back? Probably not, but there's a chance. Tough game. Very tough game to call. I'm going to go with the Birds with the four just because I think they put it together more. I do think there's a chance that the Rams could pull the upset here if you want to go money line, but I got to stick with the Eagles here. Tough call going with the birds. I have zero read on this Rams team. Brandon, what are you doing? Watching Philly play last week against Washington was pathetic. To me, they just don't look like they're firing on all cylinders. And to warrant them being another road, they never should have covered against New England. They figured out a way to cover. They allowed Minnesota to get a backdoor. They struggled against Washington. Um, I'm all over the Rams here and Sean McVay. I, I just, until Philly shows me against a quality opponent that they can play 60 minutes of just unbelievable football, they sleptwalk their way through that Washington game. They were lucky to win that Washington game as, as a significant nine and a half point home favorite. They struggled at home. Good teams, great teams don't struggle with the Washington's of the world at home, unless there's just something missing. I wouldn't trust them in the road chalk here. Give me the home dog Rams to fight. Aaron Donald's going to be a difference. Give me the Rams plus the points. Rams plus the four. I'm with you, Brandon. Okay, guys, 30 seconds apiece. It's a big game, but we got to run here. Cowboys, 49ers, 49ers laying three and a half here. Brandon could be an NFC championship preview. What are you doing? Niners are six and zero straight up and against the spread as a favorite of fewer than seven points with Christian McCaffrey. After starting the 2027 seat, 2020 season, 0 and seven straight up and against the spread as a favorite. San Francisco has gone 15 and 0, 14 and one against the spread as a home chalk sense. Think about that number for a minute. 
15 and 0 straight up, 14 and 1 against the spread since 2020 as a home chalk less than seven. Niners in a blowout. Yeah, I like it, Clay. What do you think? I'm gonna have to go with the Niners. I don't care about all these numbers Brandon's thrown out there, but I think their their defense is just is swarming, and they're and Dak's gonna be in for he's gonna throw two picks this week too. Let's not forget, by the way, the Cowboys looked really bad against the Cardinals, and that was not too long ago here, gentlemen. So that should be fun. Should be a good game. I'll go with the 49ers. Minus the three and a half. This has been Believe Me oh, right wait, here. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to buy the half point, lay three with the Niners. There we go. Okay, he's going three. You hear that, Clay? He's going three. I don't even no need three it. And a half. You got that, Brandon. I don't <laughs> even need it. I'll buy it. I might as well buy it. I'll go with Brandon on that one. All, All right, right, guys. This has been Believe Me right here on Stadium TV. For Brandon Lang and Clay Harbor, I am Cam Rogers. Best of luck to your bets this weekend. We're making you money right now. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.